This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Although he's no gamer, he's just a complainer. Phil plays Elden Ring. Now he's a tarnish, there's sure to be carnage as Phil plays Elden Rings. As filthy plays Elden Rings. Hello, weary traveller, and welcome to the latest and greatest episode of Filthy's Elden Ring Stings. Once again, it is I, Deadbeat Punk, struggling to remember his own name, Christopher Love. And with me is the one, the only, the Phil, Filthy Cassidy. Yeah, that's that's this week's. There you go, Mr. Hanky, I hope. Did, did that come across? Not an original thought in your fucking being. Literally not. No, that's as, that's as close as I could get a 15-year-old cartoon reference. That's, um, that's what passes Well, before for we go down the lines of South Park and what South Park entails, we better get the official business out of the way. Well, it's funny you say that because like South Park, this show might contain some rude words. Some bad language. Isn't that right? That is correct. We have been known to let out the odd F, the odd C, the odd S. And going forward, you may hear a lot of it. You may also hear the deadly S. Spoilers. (gasps) Worse than getting hit with a car is being hit with a spoiler you weren't expecting. Which is amazing, because spoilers can be a part of a car. Isn't that right, filthy? It is. You got there before me, man. That's what I was going to say. Um, but... I saw you itching at the bit. I said, yeah. no, he's not having this one. That low-hanging fruit has punk <laughs> written all over it. <laughs> Great minds think alike, and apparently so do we. Just far too much time together. <laughs> well, you with it. all that legal jargon out of the way, Filthy, how are you? I'm good. I'm uh, I'm very good. It's... Uh... October now, and entering the October of my time in this game with FromSoft and everything it entails, I think. So it's been, I'm in a reflective mood, I think. That's and beautiful. Yeah. I think I go too highfalutin there, don't I? I try for, <laughs> I try for poetic whenever we start this, and by the end it just degenerates, as you know, as no one is it's surprised. It's like you're trying to chisel a fine woodwind instrument but you're using a hammer and a bag of salt and vinegar crisps. Yeah, just end up with some crumbs at the end, just little shards to stick in the back of your throat. A salty tube. That's what we have here. That's that's lovely. That was a haiku. That was that was very good. Yeah. Yes, that. <laughs> that was on purpose. 
given I don't even play the game on purpose. Um, <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to talk about it on purpose. I also forgot to say, dear listener, if this is your first episode, you've gone arse about face. You need to go back to the start, Elderflower Pilot. Look, he's went to the trouble of naming them for you, okay? And then he also put a number beside them, and the numbers are in numerical order. So go back to the pilot. It's number one. That's where I'd start. Elderflower Pilot's number zero. It's the pilot. Oh, I suppose you're right there. Okay, then go back one one more than that, Ethan, and go to zero. That's that's where I'd begin. Oh, is that where you begin, Filthy? <laughs> that, that's where I'd begin. It's where I began. So um, I, I had no choice. I had to be there. So since the last episode, have you got any gossip for us? I'm afraid there have been no arrests with tractors. That's disappointing. Um... No, I mean I live in I live in Belfast, so there's always interesting things happening. Uh, actually, one one street over uh, last week, I was out walking the dog because yes, we do walk the dog. That was all just jolly japes. I do walk the dog, and um, you do know after the call out. I know after the abuse I got online, but yeah, there was um, a police car just one street over. One of the armored vehicles, you know, that holds about eight of the SWAT team in it, and two unmarked cars. And uh, one of them had a battering ram. And you do your best to loiter with the dog. You know, wonder what's going on there. Just, oh, might, please, just, please take a dump. Might just do another. <laughs> no, not in his helmet. But yeah, we might just do another little lap here. So unfortunately, I've realized now that I've started the story that it has no satisfactory conclusion because I, I never did actually see what they did. But ah, um, We'll have to make something up. It was the no. TV licensing crowd. <laughs> yeah. Somebody, we see it Strictly season. Somebody was watching Strictly without a license and they, they have to be out, you know, voting without a TV license. Is there a worse crime than supporting I often it? say when you have no crack, make some up for me. In future, don't. Yeah, I think you've learned you've learned your lesson there. Well, will we do what we're here to do and get on with the Elden Ring stings? Let's. Good, because if you said no, we'd be a bit fucked. Kind of want to do this bit live with you, because I really do think I don't know, but I think I'm coming to the end. There's bound to be one or two bosses left, but I'm inside the tree, and there's a um, dead woman kind of person inside the tree. Oh, she's not dead anymore. Um, she's glowing. And she's picking up a big stick. Oh, if you heard that noise, that was her pulling up her big sword. So I think, I think there's going to be a big fight. I think I'm going to be in it. That's pretty likely. Oh, hey, listen to that lovely music. Yeah, there is nice music in this game. Who knew? Yeah, I think this is going to be the big time. This ring sting, this sounds pretty endish. Yeah, um, I think I saw online from glancing uh, at people's notes that um, I do occasionally have a little sneaky peek at. I like to get surprised when we watch these, or sorry, when we record these, but I do have a sneaky peek sometimes to see what people are saying. And somebody said that the last episode of this finished with me really right at the end. So it was funny. <laughs> but um, yeah, it definitely felt very endish. On the map, I was in what's called the throne room and uh, then went up to the big tree and walked through. It's slightly different to traversing the mist, which, you know. Um, oh, did you not get to traverse the mist? Well, I traversed the mist, but it was um, it was like a golden mist rather than the usual one. And, okay. Uh, and then the the screen went completely white, 
um, rather than the usual thing, and and then a cutscene sparks, which yes. is a little annoying. Mm. You find yourself inside a tree with a dead woman. I must say, this was an unsettling note to get. Yeah, um, it didn't. You know, I was starting to think I might need an alibi for this note. Uh, what were you doing um, inside a tree with a dead woman? But good news, she comes to life. <laughs> good but- news. She's not dead, and she's got a big shtick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I had suspected something was going to try and kill me because it had been over four minutes since something had tried to kill Just me. walk through the gold and credits. Yep, that's it. He traversed the mist into eternity and was never seen again. Or it would have been good if uh, you, you went in and, you know, oh, to keep it relevant, uh, you, you went in and uh, the boss was Bowser and it was Italian for the new Super Mario movie. That would have been Book your one. tickets now. <laughs> you were Chris Pratt all along. <laughs> oh, can you imagine? Now that that would have been unexpected. Yeah, because you, as I say, this is one of those games where your character never actually speaks. It's, mm. uh, you know, people react to you as if you've spoken, but you never hear your own voice. Imagine if after all that, you found out your own voice was Chris Pratt. I wouldn't mind. Does this game still do that thing in character creation where you pick like a uh, voice? Yeah, you pick your... <laughs> the only thing it does is you pick the noise for whatever you're fucking killed or, or in pain. <laughs> I had to pick way back at the start. I had to pick whether when I die, I go, ah, or, or, and that what was... What did you uh, go for? I think I went pretty high-pitched, yeah. I think I went because of the samurai thing. I went with a sort of, ah, I don't even remember because what what you may recall is uh, once I would have picked that noise, I then turned the TV down forever. Uh, <laughs> so I, because those sounds were so fucking annoying and frequent. That's faces. <laughs> so uh, yeah, you did. You had to pick your character's voice, and then he never spoke for two hundred hours. I have to say, I was very impressed. We heard music in this thing. Do you know, it was lovely. It was fully scored orchestra. I mean, bless them. They do put a bit of effort into the tunes. Yeah. You you missed out on a couple of them now. There was timpani, strings, you know, um, bit of brass. It was yeah, it was, it was really, uh, really atmospheric. It's almost as if you didn't need Slayer in, on in the background <laughs> while you play um, for it to make sense. They've actually put some thought into that. So yeah, fair play to them, I have to say. Yeah, just just the hat's it. not on, but it would have came off to them. Oh, it would have. It would have. Yep, I would have clapped, no, but sure, then I would have just dropped my, my controller. You know, I have to ask now that you've got sound plane because in older games things like spells what have even if you couldn't see the caster you would hear them yeah uh, characters winding up for an attack and then i don't know what it's called in this game but in Sekiro it was posture when you broke posture there was a noise to say they're down you can finish them off um yeah admittedly you do hear spells being cast there's a nice jingly noise uh, mm. of a wand and yeah, I suppose some things. Like some people have like a wind attack, uh, you know, it knocks you over and they come and kill yeah. you, that kind of thing. So yeah, you would hear the wind in hindsight. I broke an enemy stance f- so few times during the entire duration of this game that I wouldn't be the right person to comment on that one. Um, but you quite possibly do notice whenever you... You do break stance, that's right. Um, mm. That's what the whole poise thing's about. But yeah, I wouldn't be the person to comment on whether that one uh, comes with music. But you'd assume so, wouldn't you? At least I well, have There's to. normally a nice little sound accompanied with them dropping to a knee or falling flat in their face or something. Yeah, yeah. As yeah. I say, I, ironically, one of the few people who I... St- who I st- staggered on a regular basis was actually melania she was somebody you could get down to one knee the problem mm. was when she got back up again 
essentially. It was all over <laughs> at that point. <laughs> Aqua chicken. Aqua chicken. That's what that's where she was going. She was only down on one knee because she was about to jump up in the air and come at you. But I'm over it. I swear I'm over it. Honestly. I'm, I'm that def- scar is de- never going to heal. De- de- def- de- definitely over it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Do you want to listen to another audio note while you collect yourself? Please. So I've just beaten this boss, Radig... Rad, um, he's not Radigast, but he's something like that. Um, he's not too hard, genuinely. Um, but there's a big cutscene now. I really do feel it I'm getting to the end here, so I'm expecting whatever happens next to be really, really terrible. Um, oh, he's currently turning into a, a weird... What what's this gonna be like a stag or a no no oh, oh oh it's another weird astral sort of oh it's got a big sword oh and a big long neck oh I don't know what this is but I don't like it oh oh everything's went purple okay button down the hatches this is gonna get awful so we're at the final hurdle of the game, possibly, and you still have not mastered the ancient art of catching an enemy's name. Yeah, it would certainly appear that way, and I know what you're thinking. Surely the name must be written on the bottom of the screen beside their health bar. And indeed it is, and indeed it has been for the entire duration of the game, for every boss, but uh, just not something I've been interested in, really. Do you need a bigger television? Oh, it's a pretty big TV in a pretty small room. I think I just... Need to buck up my ideas, um, and <laughs> I've started, so I'll finish. You know, this is blind you ignorance. Issues remembering people's names at work or anything like that. Oh, terrible! If I ever, if I ever, in seriousness, if we're together and we meet somebody, if uh, if you're waiting to be introduced to them, it's not going to be happening because I will not know their name to introduce them for you. Especially if you hear me say something like "All right, dude," or "Ockets, herself." That means I don't know their actual name. Um, that means I don't know what to call them. Wouldn't it be awful if you had a friend that you confided in with that you didn't know their name and they told you the wrong name? Yeah. Oh. And then you couldn't work out why the other person was a bit standoffish with you? That sounds like exactly the sort of thing that uh, could happen. And that's, that's why. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? <laughs> have you been punking me this whole time? I Punk. may have been punking you your entire teenage years, yes. <laughs> It's terrifying, but yeah, this game, as, as you can hear, this game. I don't even the, the the I think possibly last boss. I don't. It wasn't Radagast because he was the the other one, wasn't he? I have Radagash in my notes. Yeah, Radagash. I don't know if that's it. <laughs> I don't know what they were called. Let's face it; they all had the same name. I decided this, last week. So the way you've described it and what a description it was, but this is this is two bosses back to back. This isn't like a phase. Well, you see, I think. I think that would be an ecumenical matter, really, because, you know, anybody else that had two phases, it's reasonably the same person both times. You know, as we said, mm-hmm. the sack of shit with the knife, sort of just, he took off his sack. Um, or, any, like, Voldemort's sister certainly didn't change appearance between the two fights. Mm-hmm. This one is a big cutscene, and something that looks kind of like a, a womanly lion thing turns into uh cephalopod essentially um it's it's a really weird looking smushy Sorry. thing <laughs> you may be losing me a wee bit uh, so this the dead woman to begin with from the first audio note yeah okay becomes radagash or is radagash oh no is radagash oh same is, person 
Yes. Oh, that's the same person. And yep. this person then turns into the long neck, long sword. Yes. Purple thing. Astrally looking hard to no real form. Um, uh, effervescent blob thing. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Um, so, yeah, it's a bit odd. bit odd, um, if I'm being honest. And yeah, there is a cutscene. So that would indicate that it's all the one boss, but the name mm-hmm. I think might change if I if I'd learned if I'd bothered to uh, learn the names, <laughs> the, the name probably changed at the bottom of the screen at this point, and I'd be able to tell you. Uh, but that's essentially where I'm at. Uh, <laughs> could, could, sorry, do you need anything clarified on that? Is that? Um, oh no, I, I'm as lost as I was with the first one. So yeah, uh, so that that's where I was at uh, here. So will we move on to the next audio note and see if that clears anything up for us? I think that would be for the best. A quick update. It's called the Elden Beast. This may be the final thing. Um, it, it's a bit mental. It doesn't stop moving. It's dipping in and out of the water. Yeah, there's water. I don't know where that came from. Uh, it's, it's a bit mental looking. Um, yeah, I'm going to need a strategy here. I'll, I'll let you know if I get one. So... Elden Beast is the actual name. This isn't some crap you've made up. No, it's actually called the Elden Beast inside a big tree in a game called Elden Ring. So it would make sense. I'll give them that much. So there's water in the tree. Hey, I'm not saying it makes sense. I'll point out the the first boss, w- w- rather, whatever. I mean, that's on like a big stony circle. You're You're in a... It looks very much like a, a battle arena that you've seen throughout the game. But inside a tree apparently inside a tree and then it turns completely into a well purple thing called the elden beast the big purple people eater and for some reason we're on water now i think i think i was on water when i was fighting voldemort's sister as well or else dead moose one of them has a sort of splishy splashy thing but the difference with the elden beast is it dives into the water uh so it goes under and then you know pops out again somewhere right. else on the on the map so, and you can walk on the water. Yeah, I walk. At no point do I fall down into it, you see. Whereas it, for some reason, can go under it. But in some sort of tarnished Jesus, Elden, Elden Phil is um, <laughs> is walking on water the entire time, is, is what's going on there. Okay. Um, yeah. And that's that's everything I can tell you about the big purple, purple thing. Still lost. But you said you were working on a strategy. Did you come up with one? Yeah, it is. It's a hard one because... Um, or was it? Could you not find a fucking cheese online? No, actually, I, I didn't. I mean, I didn't check. I didn't look. You of course not. You and stain. I wouldn't, I wouldn't dream of it. No, that would have been wrong. And also... Oh, yeah. You, oh, I'd never just skip out on the end, boss, and get the credits. I would... Uh, no such thing. Oh no, I've I've got honor, obviously, because you've been into me. Normally, with Souls games, the last boss is normally the cheapest, most frustrating bastard going. Well, do you know what this one? I would agree with that purely because the big thing about this boss, I will say this: mm-hmm. none of its attacks, in principle, are very are are too bad. Like when it, there's nothing like Melania's famous one, the aqua, you know, the aqua chicken, the aqua just, chicken. Where the minute you see you're triggering it, you're like, ah, oh, that's it then. Nice to know you. Here this, we go. The hardest thing this thing did was fire like three consecutive blasts at you that you could just time a jump over in a row. So it's not that in mm. theory they're they're that hard, but it 
keeps its distance from you. You spend so much time running toward, just getting near it to hit it, that yeah. uh, that's your stamina gone a lot of the time. So I was the only strategy early on was to maybe just try and not let it get too far away from me. But hmm. um, I have a feeling that strategy didn't work for me um, <laughs> to begin with. with and this what arena is it large? Yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly. Um, it's a bit like yeah, a bit like your 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 people like your dead moose, your hmm. original Radagast that I talked about. They had very big arenas. I mean, if you remember back, that was the big thing with Radicast. He was killing me before I could even get within 100 oh, yards yeah, of him. Oh, yeah, he had uh, big cannon. cannon. Yeah, yeah. this big thing fired at you. Similar to that, this is, it, it keeps, the minute you get close to it, it fucks away off to the other side of the arena and you have to start chasing it again. And What a prick. It's just rude, isn't it? Isn't you know? it? And it does only respond really to proper good old fashioned melee damage, bit of sword work. Um, all your spells and things are pretty useless against it. Uh, at least, cer- certainly in my case. So, um, well, I suppose this game was mostly developed during lockdown, so social distancing does have to be observed. Well, I'll give it its dues. Yep, that's uh, something it did. But, um, <laughs> kept the hell away from me also it had a big sword that was weird i mean isn't yes it? i did mean to comment you know what they say long neck long sword <laughs> it reminded me a bit of i, th- I want to say a diplodocus and apparently <laughs> apparently <laughs> apparently just want to say that because i really like the word diplodocus but it reminded me of that dinosaur, one of the big long-necked ones. How the but, fuck do you remember that and not the boss's name? <laughs> well, you see, I know. And I mean, a Diplodocus <laughs> wielding a sword would have been quite a thing in Jurassic Park. Can you imagine that in Jurassic Park? If Stop um, trying to bring this back around to Chris Pratt. <laughs> I'm just saying, if, if the Diplodocus had a sword, it would have been a very different movie. And um, as evidenced by trying to play this game. So... The big purple people eater Diplodocus with a sword to give it its full name. Or, you know, Elden Beast, if you're being unimaginative. It was end game. I think they were kind of running out of ideas by this stage. Yeah, it felt that way. Um, It's just sort of a blob. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah. So, yeah, that's as close as I got to the strategy at this point. And no, I genuinely didn't uh, look for cheeses because... um, there are none. Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on while my dignity is still into what's left of it's intact. <laughs> Proof that this game is rigged again. Look, I'm not, I'm not paranoid, but this last boss is in his two phases, right? I've beaten this the first. I've already left a note about it. For the first phase, I beat maybe eight times in a row without a bother. Once or twice, he didn't even hit me once, and now I haven't beaten him all day. Make of that what you will, but as the scheme rolls towards its end, I just want to once again bring up its duplicity and potential collusion and, I don't know, any other sneaky little words. So the game's out to get you again. Yep. I mean, this was this was straight up Melania shit right here, you know. Um, <laughs> The first uh, first boss, genuinely, um, 
I've been using the Blasphemous Blades attack as a really good uh, mm. attack. Or even the Moonveil. My good old Moonveil has that ranged attack that I've talked about before. And I was right from early doors beating this boss most attempts. The first day I was trying it. And then it was just the big Elden Diplodocus there that was just needing my, my thought. And uh, <laughs> then that just stopped working. Oh. And um yeah, that was rather annoying. Also, I think it, it depends an awful lot on how, what mood your summons is in. Good old uh, Tish there, or Tick, or Tish. Uh, one of these days I'll figure out how that was supposed to be pronounced. Oh, well, did you not stick with Mimic Tear? No, um, I went back to what I know, purely because I just love this attack that Tish has that continues depleting their energy um, <laughs> for a while. You know, It's lovely watching the way energy bar go down without you being anywhere near your, your uh, boss. So that's just <laughs> great. So yeah, I went back to it for that reason. I did try the mimic tier once or twice, but I just I just did not have the love for it that other players seem to have. Well, because you'd imagine yeah. this blasphemous blade, yeah, mm-hmm. this special attack you're so fond of, would it not also use it? This is what this is kind of what annoys me. I don't know if they nerfed the mimic tier at some point. Look at me pretending to know what these words mean. <laughs> Nerf, but. Yeah, you did give them the um and the description online from people who love the mimic tier is like, oh, it's a hyper aggressive version of a, a character with all of your abilities. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you would think that it would use the one attack that definitely works all the time, but <laughs> sometimes it just stood there and got um got beaten up. I'll even say this, and this is this is skirting close to, you know, um my my morals, but um I even would equip on my left arm i would equip a shield not for my use but for the mimic tier's use because it might know how to use it uh, oh. i didn't but it might know how to use a shield and it didn't it was as useless as i, as I was with it so um <laughs> <laughs> that was great to watch so that's why yeah no f- full marks for me whole way through was with tish i genuinely don't think i'd have finished or got anywhere near finishing or got this far if I um, didn't find that about 80 hours ago. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He's been a big, big shout out. Also said he, I'm not even convinced Black Nice Tish is a a dude. It could be a a woman ninja. Who knows? You'd think you'd do your research before going on to a podcast. You think you would, but then again, you'd think you would have got better at this game at 220 odd hours, wouldn't you? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, to come back to my point, and I stand by this point, the game is rigged. I also noticed your nice little sly boast about beating it eight times, and I even did it one time without getting hit. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? I was getting cocky. I was thinking, oh, I'm good at this game now. <laughs> Dodging, diving, blasphemous blading, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and then, yeah, just ruined me once again. Put you back in your box. Essentially, yes. And not just yet another lesson. This this game deals out a lot of life lessons. You know, never get cocky. It's like that thing. What is it to say? It's um, like life. Well, what is it to say about skills or talents? Something like ten thousand hours makes you an expert in anything. You know, if you if you are playing chess or learning karate or um, whatever it is you're doing, if you do it for ten thousand hours, you'll be an expert at it. Um, mm-hmm. I'm here to tell you, two hundred and twenty hours, you're still fucking useless at Elden Ring anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I did enjoy duplicity and delusion and yeah. looked up other sneaky little words. I don't know if any of them caught your eye in the notes. I like some of these. Yes. yes. I, I Chicanery. Would oh, treacherous. Skullduggery. Yes, that's exactly how I would describe. A bit American leaning, but yeah, it, it does the job. Yep. As is monkey shines. Oh, I like that. Yeah. 
the people uh, developing this game full of <laughs> Cardology. I like that one as well. Yeah. Perfidy. Oh, that's a good one. Jiggery pokery. Perfidy. <laughs> I sound like I'm casting a spell now. It is October. <laughs> the witching season. But so- only cowards use spells and things like that. Yeah. Next audio note. As I reach the end of this game, and yes, I'm still stuck with this fucking fight, I think I just want to highlight again as a moan, because I'm just really annoyed at this stage. So much of what makes this game hard is not the bosses, it's the limitations and rubbishness of your character. And um, after, you know, 250 hours, whatever it is, together, it feels sad to say that about my tarnished. Um, I've already spoken about how it takes you about 10 seconds to get up off the ground if you fall over, and so you might as well be dead. There's no point, really. Um, And I'm not the only one who thinks that. You read it online. Popular people. You know. And also, anything good that you can do takes a really long time to do. And that's also a problem. So, like, I'm I'm swinging my big uh, sword, my big blasphemous blade here, and it does a really powerful attack. A really good attack. But that attack takes about four seconds to to load up so of course the guy's killed you in the time that you've just been winding up your attack so it's not it's not my fault that's that, that's basically what i want to get out there is that it's not it's not my fault so you're sounding incredibly fed up here yeah again i think to just go back to what i was saying a minute ago a 220 hours you just want to be a little bit better at this but <laughs> You never do. You never really do. And yeah, I genuinely do feel like that's what happens. Your character, certain things just... I I did... I I paid attention a couple of episodes ago to people's ideas about, um, you know, your stats and everything. Mm -hmm. And and the ones that, you know, for instance, like a big thing for me, I have to say, is the stamina thing. Stamina directly affects um, how much weight you can carry. So that you know, completely um, decides on your armor and your, your stuff. Yeah, because everything has a weight attached, so your armor and your weapons. So, for instance, the Blasphemous Blade is one of the great swords, so it's mm-hmm. quite heavy, so you then, you know, have to be balance that against what gauntlets you're wearing. stamina. Yeah, yeah, it's stamina that directly affects that. Mm. I can't tell if you're being sarcastic or not. No, it just seems like a strange stat to put it under. Yeah, no. Every time you increase your stamina on the stat screen, you can you, the weight that you can carry goes up, and it goes up in tiny increments. Oh, um, right, right, yeah, yeah. So, and then your speed of movement gets into whether you've got a heavy, medium, or light load. Mm-hmm. But I mean, as I say, after following people's advice, my stamina is quite high, and. I've got a little thing to boost it as well, one of the um, amulets that boosts it. So mm-hmm. even at that, I was never able to get a light load. Um, it was always medium. Again, people will probably have opinions about this, but um, I played this <laughs> no, game. Never. I know, not opinions on the internet, I imagine. Uh, but yeah, I played this game. I'm not going to say I completely ignored my armor, but I didn't, <laughs> I didn't worry too much about it because... Um, it was just really But I annoying. am curious, what armor set were you rocking for the, the people see, at home? You see, this is it. There's so many, and the set, I don't know. I'll, one thing I kept going back to, and I think I maybe even shared a screenshot of you wearing it at one point, mm-hmm. I had this, like, stone helmet in the shape of a wolf's head, and... <laughs> 
for the yeah, I know it looks weird, and for the weight versus the benefits of it, it's quite good value for money. So I wore that for a large duration of this game. Mm-hmm. But for instance, I, <laughs> this might be why it took me so long to beat her. When I was um, again, sorry, coming back to the weapons because they are all heavy. Whenever I was fighting Melania, for instance, because of the weight of all the things, you wanted to have some armor against her, and I decided. Uh, if you remember, for the most part, I was using the Rivers of Blood katana on recommendation. And mm-hmm. then I was using the sword that finally beat her, the Magma Blade. And I would go in with just those two things equipped because we know I don't use shields, so I'm not going to put one on and add weight for no reason. So I would just have one thing in each hand and then armor-wise, just I kept it light so that I could jump around a lot. And that's pretty much, I think towards the end, that is how I beat her. But yeah, I may okay. get an essay back from somebody who knows about this going. Yeah, I was going to say, I can certainly see why you died so much. <laughs> I just, I'm just of the opinion that it's it's such a minute thing or, or <laughs> has so little bearing on how powerful or resilient your character is that I just decided to ignore it completely. And that's what I did. <laughs> Well, that's definitely one school of thought. Yeah. And there you are, blaming your tarnished for your inability to control them. Like I say, I feel bad about blaming them. Uh, but the is it their limitations and rubbishness, or is it yours? Oh, that's the... I'm getting ready for daytime radio. It's definitely sounding like it, dear BBC. <laughs> Put on another couple of stone, I could be the next Nolan. <laughs> you never know. Exactly. This is th- th- these are the questions you have to ask of yourself. Ask not what your tarnished can do for you, but what you can <laughs> do for your tarnished. <laughs> because I have to say, it feels like when you told the community to go fuck themselves when they offered you advice, it feels like you're doing this to every single member of the FromSoft development team. So oh, reached out through your microphone and slapped James Elden Ring right in the face. I think he deserves it. I think he'd be. Um... I think he'd be the first person to admit he, he deserves it. It's like, you know yourself, if you could ever meet the man who, or woman, uh, who invented um, Microsoft Word, uh, I just have a frank and honest discussion about why tables do that thing that they do. I think they would, you know, they would go... Again, tables work fantastically. <laughs> it's just you don't know how to use them and won't wear the right armour. <laughs> Do you mean you're not the first person to say that? See, in the office, they're always saying that, uh, yeah, I'm not wearing the right arm. Good. The Ignore them and just continue what you were doing. <laughs> I prefer my own blind, ignorant approach to these things. I think you've learned that <laughs> at this stage. I was going to say, popular people online agree with me. Do not validate your own opinions with that, Philip. <laughs> this I is why you didn't get the job. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. <laughs> I don't like a callback that applies. I'm an anti-vaxxer. We can do callbacks for <laughs> lots of things. <laughs> I mean, oh no it's gonna be i think it'll be interesting what our next podcast is gonna be at this rate of going you know real truths with filthy <laughs> hard-hitting facts with filthy the filthy news the news they're too scared to tell you <laughs> seth rogan said it was true uh, he checks his facts <laughs> he's a doctor <laughs> This could exactly be, maybe. Um, actually, yeah, I think it's probably a good job. I don't apply my um, theories and thoughts of Elden Ring to the other aspects of my life. Um, <laughs> maybe that's something I need to reflect on. <laughs> I'm just going to go out there and catch all the diseases I can and develop my natural armor. Exactly. Don't need to equip any of your fucking wolf head bullshit. Nope, that's for... That's for the woke or something, isn't it? For snowflakes, that's for snowflakes. I bet you even want tutorials in your fucking games, you prick. I know, useless. They probably they probably look for clues in the audio and loser <laughs> things like that. <sighs> yes, yeah, so you went on quite the rant against the lovely people that made this game, but we've all been there. Anybody that's played a Souls game, we know the frustration at an end game boss because they are cheap bastards yeah definitely that's the best way i could have of describing so, it yeah i'll forgive your transgressions this one time oh thank you even if the audience won't <laughs> my one golden ticket yeah <laughs> is that yes turns out these games are just there to kill your spirit and with that another audio note let's it's done uh, the I didn't know there was lovely music in this. It never came up. Um, that music you might be able to hear in the background is um, the closing credits of FromSoft's hit game Elden Ring. I also didn't know George R. R. Martin had a hand in it. That explains a lot. Huh. Huh. Yeah, I killed him. I killed the um, the big be- beastie boy. Killed, killed the big beast. And... Fuck all happens at the end, man. Absolutely fuck all. Um, I clicked summon Rani was the option, and what, uh, that's what she's going by this weather. Rani, Rennie, Ronnie, whoever she is, just came and um, did a, a thing, um, something to do with the moon. I don't know what was going on in the game, 
but she brought the moon and called me her consort, which um, makes me the Camilla of the situation. Don't know how I feel about that, but off we go into the into the moonlight, and then the credits rolled. So, so basically, I played for two hundred and twenty hours just for her. Oh yeah, she said, "Oh, now the battle is over," and that, that was kind of it. Huh. Don't know. There's a emptiness now. Huh. Well, that was our last audio note for Elden Beastie. <laughs> dead as fuck. Woo! Yeah, he did. He died. Hmm. Mm. Not quite the fanfare I was expecting. I know. I don't know what. I don't know what to tell you. He just. Ca- yeah. I think. I think possibly. Uh, and obviously, we're probably gonna. Um, you know, look into the the the, um, the fallout from this. But <laughs> it might have been. I'm just gonna say it. But it's possibly a little weird that the last thing that you kill in the whole game doesn't even speak. You know, it was genuinely. It was a big animal. So like, mm-hmm. it just kind of died. And you're like, all right dead killed it dead you know there's no no or you know anything they may say um yeah you you beat it what what happened so yeah when you do beat it um Mm -hmm. the color it disappears color scheme changes the water goes away um you're back on solid ground you're still inside the fucking tree you seem to be you're inside a tree (laughs) you're back a bit more like the first phase boss rather rather person um yeah now what i will say is because i went with this and i summoned rani there were what appeared to me and i know there are multiple endings to the game Mm -hmm. so there were two options immediately obvious to me you're there the only thing in front of you is like a tree stump again the tree so there's like a tree stump there inside the tree yeah a stump a tree within a tree a russian tree Um, pimp my tree pimp my tree and I could have touched the stump. It said there, like, <laughs> I heard it as I said it. Uh, <laughs> it. It was there. There was a press Y to touch the stump or whatever it might have been. And I suspect, well, you know, you, I, I would imagine if I had have done that, I would have got a different ending. Um, but there was a blue line on the floor mm-hmm. to summon Rani, the way you summon anybody in the game. And so I summoned her. And I thought, I've been doing all that stuff for her as the game played out. I'll see what she has to say, thinking that Mm -hmm. that would be just uh, an extra bit. But yeah, that meant that I got what I now know is the Rani ending, you know, just as it's obviously just colloquially known online. And so it gave me a cutscene involving her, which I've described there, I think, quite accurately. And that was it. Oh yeah, it was if we were there. You painted a picture with words yeah that was my uh my word picture for you there and um <laughs> I, I think it was quite accurate about she does a thing and it seems to involve the moon that's as best as i can describe it um, <laughs> and then just the credits roll but yeah there was no even at the very least i would have expected a secondary cut scene that showed me being elden lord or what me and rani uh, 
I put it this way, actually. If I had to sum it up, mm-hmm. I don't know if there's many Mortal Kombat. Well, let's assume everybody plays Mortal Kombat because they're awesome. You know, whenever <laughs> you know, whenever any given character, when you beat the tower, you get the result of that. For every character has their own little story for when you beat oh, the yeah. tower. Yeah, it didn't last as long as one of those. You know, there was more thought put into what happens Scorpion at the end of Mortal Kombat X than there was I felt to the end of this mammoth. Horror, horrific, life-changing game, which is probably going to get me some death threats or something from people like... Um, just people f- like George R. R. Martin. Yeah, for a start. George, if you can't say it in a three-minute cutscene, then don't write seven books about it and um, you know, then not finish it. Maybe that's why he's never finished Game of Thrones. He was too busy coming up with the 17th ending for this game. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, I was going to keep that as a surprise, but of course, yeah, he was going to jump up in the credits. Yeah. He was like a major selling point for this game around release. Was he? Well, there we go. This explains it. Everybody's disappointed with the end of Game of Thrones, and now I'm slightly disappointed with the end of Elden Ring. It's just what he does. (laughs) Was there a little part of you that was just like, and here comes the third phase? Oh, yeah, definitely. Because, as I say, because it didn't speak, there was no... Do you know what? Even looking back on it, the the first phase didn't even say too much. Radig, person. Well, it was a dead woman. They're famously not very chatty. No, exactly. So it went from that to a big dinosaur, and then that's it. <laughs> I mean, the the El, the first Elden Lord that I beat at the end of the last episode, he had a bit to say for himself at least. Oh, um, I, you know. Do you remember what it was? Oh, God, no, no. I, I think I remember he ripped the lion off his back, um, and that was symbolic of something. I don't know. Probably <laughs> probably symbolized poverty or something, you know, um, of the soul. Toxic masculinity. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, was that, it was that kind of thing. But there was you felt like there was an interaction with him, and you got a bit of a hoof, you know, I've really done it now. Mm-hmm. But with this then, it's like, okay, if you're so clever, beat this dinosaur. And uh, out the trundles Barney, and I'm fighting Barney, and then he dies. And then, yeah, I don't uh, know. I'm sorry, I'm just twigging that you mentioned everything went purple during this fight. <laughs> <laughs> then, he's nearly beaten it, there's only one chance left. Bring out <laughs> Big Purple. <laughs> big Purple sleeping. <laughs> Wake him up. He's going to want to see this. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. That's that's kind of uh, where it went. But yeah, I was just genuinely quite shocked at, oh, you're done. Oh, that's it. <laughs> Boom. You could kind of hear it in my voice, I think, on that note. I was watching the credits going, huh, hey. Yeah. I guess to, <laughs> to bring it... credits stop halfway through and you know, music starts again, because that's new and exciting to you. <laughs> oh, here we go. Exactly. It was just it just felt like that kind of thing. Just um maybe it's maybe it's because to hark back to what my background is, I'm used to Assassin's Creedy, Red Dead Redemption y type games where you're play it feels like you're playing through a movie and they spoon mm-hmm. feed you the lore and the um the thoughts and feelings of the, the characters, including your own. I mean I assume I was happy about all of this. I don't even know. Maybe maybe my tarnish is just raging. Um a bit like Camilla. The fuck do I care about the <laughs> moon? <laughs> exactly. I don't even know what the significance of the moon was. Um, <laughs> I'm sure there was one. I think she mentioned about things being reborn. I, oh, I, I, I flagged out for a bit of it, really. Um, 
Actually, now that I think about it, there was forty five minutes, and I just um, I just made a cup of tea. Um, no, powering up. Yeah, needed it after the boss. <laughs> after a beat party, but um, I was going to say when the credits were rolling, you may have noticed the name Miyazaki scrolled across more than once. Ring rings a bell. Yeah. Yes, this is James Elton Ring. Oh, right. Yes, to give him his real name. Well, I guess it's the least I can do after he made me that game that I played, you know. <laughs> and yes, now that you've completed one of his games, because he was the director of Dark Souls, Bloodborne, Sekiro, and Elden Ring that you've just finished, mm. where he encouraged difficult gameplay with quite vague storytelling and lore hidden in places where it would reward you if you looked for it. Yeah, it definitely seemed like that would have been a thing. Yeah, but... didn't it? The man inspired an entire subgenre, souls-like ripoffs, and it feels like you mocked him throughout this entire series. When have you ever influenced a fucking subgenre? Well, you know that's a whole other podcast, um, but I haven't. Would be the short answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's oh, fair play to him. You know, you do have to say that when all's said and done. You know, fair fucks don't. Won't take that away from him now. Definitely, he what must. What was have... it we used to say about bands that were shit, but we didn't want to insult? Oh, he's they're good, good at... at what they do. Aye, tight wee game. Oh, tight wee game. Now they're good. At... <laughs> it wouldn't be my cup of tea. He's good. he's good at what he does. Good at what he does. Tight mm. wee game that. Yep, tight wee game. Definitely, has he's he's carved himself out a wee niche there for people who don't enjoy games in the traditional way. <laughs> um, How many shitty bassists are just having a moment of realization right now? <laughs> <laughs> How many times have I heard that line in my life? Oh, he's pretty. Oh, he's a great bass player. Now. If I had to say, what any- he does. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to say anything about him, it's like he's a good bass player. What do you call a bass player without a girlfriend? Homeless. There we go. That's that's my contribution to the bass player debate. This is how he decides to end his incredibly successful podcast series. <laughs> <laughs> by insulting the entire basis humor, basis humor, <laughs> insulting the entire bass playing community. So I just want to point out. I just want to point out that includes my own brother <laughs> plays bass. Yeah, but he's never played Elden Ring though. So yeah, he's too busy accomplishing things. <laughs> that fucking casual. <laughs> Welcome to the hardcore fan game base, whatever it's called. Yep, that's you're the a one. true nerd now. It certainly seems that way. I feel like it. Um, you can uh, now go and shit on other people's gaming tastes on Twitter. Feel free. They should give you a little badge. Yeah, that would be good. <laughs> I finished Elden Ring, um, so you know. I don't. That- the smell normally gives it away. <laughs> so this week we didn't do a call out for feedback because we thought he's finished the fucking game. Yeah. There's going to be enough to talk about. We do have a couple of bits that came in during the week that we may have missed. So. It would be rude not to read them out. Yes, please. One was Captain J. Spaulding. If you enjoy the Magma Blade, invest the time to get a second one and dual wield them. Invest your points in faith, strength, dexterity, and you'll become a fiery killing machine. Monster Jewel Wheel Build. Do you know what? I'm actually picturing that, and that does sound like fun. Um, yeah, even the mental image to this one. Oof, yeah. Ooh, that does sound class. Because um, I think, I don't know if it ever came up, who knows with me, but whenever you dual wield the same weapon, obviously you can put anything in either hand, but if you dual wield the same weapon, I may mm-hmm. have done it with katanas, who knows. Um, 
there's a particular there's a it's an extra special attack that you do the the katana ones are particularly nice chop chop sort of motion um <laughs> so dual wheeling that does sound like fun um i haven't decided yet and maybe we'll talk about it in a minute about what i'm going to do next but if i return to the um the game or even new game at whatever i do that might be worth it because as we said i, I got very lucky getting my first magma blade because i got mm-hmm. it in about 40 minutes and yeah, this was the one percent drop. It was indeed. Yeah. yeah, so that could be fun. Hmm. Be something to do at the weekends. Go. Fire so thank time. you, Captain J. Spalding. Yes, thank you for that. And after that, we have the delightful Fluffet Prince, Way. who I have to mention has been one of our OG listeners, big dog, since we started the show. Yes, I, I really appreciate that, and for anybody who stuck with me because I was barely sticking with me towards the end here. So. Uh, <laughs> It was tough during the millennia stage. Yep, during the millennia phase. The millennia bug, let's call it. There we go. Yeah, let's call it that at the end of the fucking show. Yeah, there we go. Prick. (laughs) Well, he writes, As I write this, you may well be finished the game. Fluffet Prince, you're right. He has. If so, congratulations. Which is something I probably should have said earlier. (laughs) Yeah, you never got round to that. (laughs) I never did. Typical. (laughs) <laughs> How would you rate it out of ten? You don't, do you want me to tell you now? He normally like well, me. Well, he uh, had a question mark there, so he wants it answered. I see you don't like me interrupting you. God, I still haven't learned the rules. Oh. What uh, are the rules? <laughs> if you generally want to know, it's a very hard question to answer. If I'm being, if I'm, no, if I'm being the, honest, the pressure's on, is it? Oh, I mean, I guess because it's not my background and. There was a weird compulsion to play it, so as far as gaming mm-hmm. goes, I guess it's it definitely dragged me in almost despite itself. So, <laughs> um, so for that, and I, there was weird senses of accomplishments you've heard them throughout the show when I would mm-hmm. get a good weapon or finally kill that boss. So, um, I'm gonna say nine and just knock a little point off because of the ending being a little bit what just happened so we're That's talking an 89 out of 100 if you if you're doing the, i'll trust you i'll trust you on that <laughs> yep just it is uh renowned at the moment for being one of the few games that reviewed higher than a 90 this year oh well then yeah i'll give it an 89 just for shits and giggles yeah oh good man Whoopee, it's actually it... sitting, I think, at a 97 on Metacritic. Wow. Which is incredibly high. Can you can you give me comparisons to somebody who doesn't know what we're talking about? Like, what what sort of games are, are up there with it? I will tell you now. I'm trying to think because it's normally older games. Your Ocarina of Time for the N64 is always cited as being up there. Oh, these Breath are old. These are of all time kind of situations. Oh, wow. Okay. So people think it's really entered that level of of, Mm. of zeitgeist. I'd say it's definitely talk of game of the year, but Mm. people also cite it as being one of the greatest games of all time or a goat. A goat. If you're into that. Ah, no. I mean, at the same time, game of the year, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles came out this year as well. (laughs) Yeah. So at the moment, The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time is the highest rated game at 99 on Metacritic. Tony Hawk. Fox Pro Skater 2 at 98. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto 4, the what seems to be the least liked one, is sitting at 98. Weird. Soul Calibur on the Dreamcast number 4. Grand Theft Auto 4, once again, this time on the 360. Super Mario Galaxy, Super Mario Galaxy 2, Red Dead Redemption 2, Grand Theft Auto 5 takes both 9 and 10. Disco Elysium, our next series. Grand Theft Auto 5 again. 
Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2, again. The Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3, Perfect Dark, Red Dead Redemption 2 again. Grand Theft Auto 5 again. Metroid Prime. You get the idea. Starting to see what's going on there. Well yeah. then, I mean, that's this is what we're saying. Those are all, well, some of them are games with a lot of storytelling involved. The pick for me out of those, and all the ones I've played, because as we've said, point of the game, not a big gamer is Red Dead Redemption 2 for me it is a, a, an amazing, amazing game. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely. But for the storytelling, you're, you're in tears almost at certain parts of it. Um, oh, definitely. You know, uh, also on that list for me, I would say the... Um, Tony Hawk's for the soundtrack. <laughs> well, of course. Um, but not on that list is The Last of Us, which again, for storytelling, is mm-hmm. is, is huge. Um, so that's interesting. This so this one has earned its place on the list then for sheer gameplay rather than storytelling, in, in my opinion. Well, you know, some people probably <laughs> paid attention to the story. They probably did. There's probably a lot to get out of it if you're, you know, gonna <laughs> make a fucking effort, Phil. You know, uh, so. And I must apologize. Elden Ring has dropped to 96 and is currently the 35th best game of all time. Jesus, that's quite a drop for one percent. Fair play. Blessed. But, um, yeah, it probably is up there for for what I know. Uh, mm-hmm. I did, I definitely did enjoy it. I feel like I have spread, I've, I've strayed away from the the point here, though. At this stage. Yeah, that that was only meant to be a quick pause while I got my breath back, which no, didn't happen. Now we know why I don't interrupt you, or I shouldn't yeah, interrupt you. Uh, yeah, at least we learned on our last episode. Yeah, he continues. I think Bloodborne would be a lovely Elden Ring palate cleanser. Mm. Which is an awful idea. But I'd also welcome a new game plus. You can do the main quest line in under 10 hours. Love you. Kiss, kiss. Now, he says I can do the main quest line in under 10 hours. I yeah. beg to differ. Uh, <laughs> maybe, I mean, I'm tempted to... I'm, I've certainly, since finishing it, because I finished this about... That most last notes from about two days ago. Three days ago. So mm. I have, you know, merged about the map a little bit. Just checking for the odd wee thing, but I do feel like there wouldn't be much point in doing much more without starting a new game plus. So mm-hmm. maybe, maybe. Interesting. You don't reckon Bloodborne for me? No, not. Uh... Oh, I definitely recommend Bloodborne to play, but as a follow up right after something like this, I just know. <laughs> play Tinykin. It's nice. It's on Game Pass. I saw a nice Little... one. Co- I saw a lovely one called Unraveled. It was very pretty. It's oh, you play Cuphead. It's very nice and pretty. Uh, and not hard at all ah sounds like my kind of thing yeah he also followed with a couple of points can't believe you missed out on all the audio in the game (laughs) and i thought the sean bean impersonation was fucking decent ye bastard brackets yorkshire accent which i refuse to do bastard there you go that's fucking filthy doesn't refuse to do i love doing the yorkshire accent I might do the rest of the episode in it. I'll just have to wait and see what happens. No, you will not. <laughs> Sorry. Well, thanks again, Fluffet Prince, and thank you to anybody that actually toughed this out the whole way through. It is much appreciated. Yeah, absolutely. Even if you were much kinder to Filthy than I ever would be. <laughs> but I thought it was a good launching point to ask for next week's feedback because we thought... We can't end on a 13th episode. Again, Filthy had no fucking problem ending on a 13th episode. I didn't want to do it because I'm worried I'd get hit by a fucking boss if I did that. (laughs) So next week, we are going to go into a deep dive of the lore and Filthy's going to explain what everything meant to us. Yes. 
That's definitely a good what idea. What is it tarnished? Oh, it's, it's so many things to so many different people. It's it's very hard to put a to really nail that down. I'll try over the next week to really get my to try and sum oh, no. that. Answer sum, me now. Sum that up. What is uh, it tarnished? It's it's like a it's a state of mind really that you enter when you're when you're playing the game. It's uh, it's a we're all tarnished in a way. I I think no, we're not. We're not okay. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't actually know. They explained it oh. at some point. Possibly, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> how to cheese? Yeah, <laughs> Elden <that>. Ring lore. <laughs> cheese the lore. Um. Okay, so we will ask people for feedback because we'd like to do a bit of a bumper episode next week to do yeah. that visit at filthy ring on twitter or email filthy ring at gmail.com and amos please please no stop i i can hear you typing i just really i think it would be a credit to to him if he gets it finished like for next week because he joined us at what like episode six so if he if it took me 14 weeks to beat the thing and he beat it in you know six if you did finish it send us your game clock please yeah just the game clock you don't have to fucking write anything 12 hours i'm thinking we managed to (laughs) yeah (laughs) my lunch break (laughs) so yes filthy ring on twitter or filthy ring at gmail.com for longer correspondence if you so wish i would like to know I, I would like to know what people thought genuinely or if they do have any genuine questions about the game i'd love to try and answer them uh i think that would be a fun final challenge for me filthy's mastermind yeah <laughs> i once saw bez on mastermind from the happy mondays and i think he I'm, i think i could beat him but I, I wouldn't be confident about it i think his special subject was bees for some reason so um yeah shows.acast.com forward slash p e r s for all episodes and hosting services and please tell all your friends now that they can binge the start to the end now's the time to do so absolutely i mean it's it's quite the journey i might i might um go back to some of those early episodes and just relive my own misery try and remember what the fuck you were on <laughs> i may have to do you know if we're going to review some things next week i'm gonna i'm gonna listen back and think uh <laughs> what was i smoking what was i talking about no idea yes um, so join us next week because after that there's going to be no more filthy nope unless dlc or elden ring 2 comes out nope nope don't even joke about that that's um not happening not something i need to worry about right now <laughs> uh for the love of god <laughs> He's earned his rest. Come on. So to finish this out and give people who might want to write some feedback in summary experience, what did you think of this before you went in compared to how you feel now that it's finished? Um, I think I will say it, it for the most part, it was what I expected. Uh, you know, these mm. games, I've heard this sort of thing exists where you have to worry about stats and maybe it was a little even more hands off than i was expecting with the with the complete lack of any fucking instructions ever <laughs> in the whole game uh who knows what i missed to this day probably whole storylines or characters that you can have fun with but yeah i i learned a lot about this type of gaming and i, I enjoyed it i did mm-hmm. I, I, I joke but i've i've enjoyed it i haven't completely wasted 200 hours of my life um <laughs> it's been very there's been a lot of senses of accomplishment in it, so that was nice. That was just lovely. Would you recommend it to other players, or do you think you need to be in a certain mindset to play it? Depends if I like them or not, really. Yeah. 
Simple yeah. as. Yeah, no, it depends. I think you would have to, like, if someone, if, if I met somebody and they went, oh, I've always enjoyed the Nintendo Switch and I love that Animal Crossing. Um, I was thinking about getting a PlayStation or an Xbox because I hear there's some good games on it. I'm probably not going to tell them to play Elden Ring. Let's um, let's put it that way. Well, how fucking dare you? I'm quite <laughs> the Souls player and my island is immaculate on Animal Crossing. Do you have a lovely island? That's what how they... dare you stereotype Animal Crossing players? <laughs> that's true. It is a broad church. That is that. And oh, I'm that's just that trying to find that message that had your playtime on it. Oh, don't do that. I don't think we need to. Oh, Maybe. do we not? No, no we, don't, we don't need to. So filthy, <laughs> you've went on an adventure. You've travelled long and far, faced many a hardship. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. And uh, how long and did I do that I for? And I did timestamp you whenever you sent me the message to say you had hit credits. Go on. We had you clocked. What do you think the clock was? It's not like you've been referencing it throughout the entire fucking episode. <laughs> well, the last time you checked, you told me it was a 2.20, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember what I, how many episodes ago that was, had I beaten Melina or not, even. Um, I'd probably like another 10 hour 2.30? Go see a dentist. Sorry. <laughs> 232 hours. 17 minutes. Jeez, 2.30. Wow. That's, um... 2.32. Okay, 2.32. That's a fair old whack, isn't it? I don't know. What's the average? That's an awful chunk of life. That's a fair bit of life. No, that's, um... I'm I'm happy with that, I think, for somebody who hasn't played one of these before. And I think we can agree. Uh, Mm. I'd be interested, people who have been following the journey that do know the game, I think I've done a fair bit of it. You know, you could have just played the straight Mm storyline, probably, if you could figure out what it was. But I did go about clearing maps, and we talked enough about days when I would just um, go and find some, you know, cave or something to dungeon yeah. to fall into as you said there's still plenty to explore if you so desire if you choose so yeah I th- I'm, I'm pretty happy with that uh, well have that. you ever heard of a website because there are websites there's on webs. the internet called howlongtobeat.com oh no don't tell me go, go on how long to beat Elden Ring are we talking? so <laughs> <laughs> for a main story it's 53 and a half hours <laughs> <laughs> for main plus sides it's clocked at 98 hours well then what the fuck have I been doing for a completionist run a 100% do everything that you possibly can oh. is 132 hours oh fuck me so I spent a full 100 hours more than even James Elden Ring recommends playing in stupid fucking game no. Is that what you're telling how me? Howlongtobeat.com pulls everybody's data of how long it took them to finish it and makes an average. So, so most people then beat this game a little faster than I do. Quite, oh, you know. they managed to squeak by with just a few seconds to spare. Yes. By somewhere around six human days, I think that works out. <laughs> Bloody hell. Oh, I love howlongtobeat.com. Do you ever get the feeling you've been cheated? That's the phrase, isn't it? <laughs> I just wanted to give you a little kick. I did just leave a sour taste in my mouth. Yeah. 
before wishing you congratulations. It's quite the achievement. Well done, filthy. You fucking dog. You. Thank you. Thank you very much. So it's proud. To quote now, the, we filthy casuals now a filthy hardcore. To quote the great Vinnie Jones, a spit emotion. I'm the juggernaut, bitch. <laughs> that was his better line, that's true. <laughs> and with that, until our paths cross again for the very last time. We live. We learn. God help us all. fucking tarnished is to listen to your message press two thank you so just after i've um finished watching the credits um immediately it pops up begin journey two would you like to start the game again Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.